I don't know how many times I have had to re-record a freaking intro for this damn episode. Um, okay, so really quickly, I went to Target today to buy our new puppy some toys, um, a little bed, a little kitty pool so that we don't have her like locked up in a kennel in a kennel. Yeah. Um, and I, I that's what I went to Target for. But every fucking time that I go to Target, I have to pass by the electronics section. I love electronics. I love anything from computers to TVs to cameras to microphones to like earphones to speakers. Like I love everything. I love the electronics section. I'm always there. So I was like, let me just pass by. Let's see like what I could pick up today. And um, sure enough, I, you know, I go to the headphone section because I've been wanting new headphones because I'm not a big fan of AirPods anymore. So I wanted something good, like maybe some actual headphones, not earphones, um, some actual headphones that I can put on, maybe like start to take to the gym or even when I'm doing these podcasts or, you know, whatever. I wanted headphones. Um, but instead of picking up headphones, I look right next to the headphone section and I find microphones for podcasts and gaming and like all that stuff. So, um, because I said that I really wanted to be consistent with this podcast and start it up again and have it be specifically regarding, regarding, regarding photography or, um, you know, client perspectives and stuff like that, but still around photography, I was like, I need a mic. So, let me see. I pick up a mic. I'm, I'm, I have a box in front of me, guys, in case you can hear a bunch of noise. Okay. I'm kind of pissed, though, because I picked up a mic that says Blue Yeti Blackout Mic. And obviously, from the fucking box, if it says blackout, obviously, you're going to be like, oh, shit, it blacks out all the background noise. It's not going to really pick up a lot of those, like, little, um, you know, impurity sounds and shit. No, I don't know if I'm using this shit wrong. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory, but I don't know if I'm using it wrong or whatever the fuck, but I can hear everything. I can hear static. I can hear noise. I can hear white noise. I can hear like grainy noise in the background. I can hear the fucking AC blowing. Like, I hope that you guys aren't able to hear it. And I hope that I didn't just open up a fucking can of worms and now you can hear it all of a sudden. But I'm really hoping that it's just all in my head. Um, but yeah, so I bought a new mic and today is Monday, August 8th. So I am um, recording this very last minute so that I'm able to post it um, later on today. Uh, just because I know that I said that I was going to be consistent and I haven't been clearly. So yeah, it's true. It's true to time for you guys, whoever's listening. Um, but I am doing two completely different episodes. So the one that you're going to listen to, the one that you're listening to now, that's the one that I decided to post just because, uh, why I posted a freaking poll on Instagram and it's going to be the one that was most voted on. So I guess that's just my, my method, but yeah. Okay. So anyways, so welcome guys. I hope that I get some new listeners just because I do want to grow this eventually. If it doesn't grow, it's okay. If I just have one or two listeners, that's okay. But, um, yeah, we have a long ways to go. Cause I know I say, um, a lot and I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I like lose track of what the fuck I'm saying. So if you feel like I'm talking fast or if I jump from one subject to the next, that's just so that I'm not just blanking out and being like, um, um, so yeah. Okay. Let's get started. So before I get into today's topics, I wanted to very briefly discuss and let you guys know my experience yesterday at one of the places that has been on my bucket list since I have started photography almost four years ago. So, um, yesterday I had a maternity session, session, a maternity session at Glammy Sand Dunes in Brawley. Um, it's still in California, but it's right fucking next to like Arizona, I think, or Nevada, one of those states. I don't know. Um, and it's, it was such a fucking dope experience. I felt like I was never going to get there. Um, from Lancaster, it was three and a half hours, maybe a little more. Cause I did stop at a few places, but it was about four hours. Let's just say, um, and 
you know, I passed through Palm Springs. I passed through Joshua Tree. I just was like, when the fuck am I going to get there? And when I was like 30 minutes out, I still didn't see any damn sand dunes. I was like, what the fuck? Like, where am I? Like, am I even going the right way? Oh my God, I'm not going the right way. I was just passing through fields, like green fields of like, I don't know what kind of fields they were. Um, and eventually it said, okay, you know, take a right. And then two miles, um, you're going to get to the glammy sand dunes. And then from those two miles, it was like another mile down to where we wanted to park. And so, well, where I had given my client the pinpoint to meet me and park there. So, um, once I hit those two miles, I started to see the beginning of the sand dunes and guys, I kid you not. It felt like we were in a different country. It felt like we were in fucking Egypt, fucking Dubai, Abu Dhabi, whatever the fuck. I don't know. It felt like I was teleported to a different world. It was the most beautiful place I have ever shot at, I've ever been to. I was so grateful that my clients were like, fuck yeah, let's go there. Um, My clients, aka my client, because really she was like... You know, you know how women wear the pants. It's like whatever the fuck they want. So um, when I had told her about it, she's like, fuck, yeah, I want something unique. I want something different. And she went all out, like all out in the sense of like her outfits just suited her so fucking well. Um, She looked beautiful and she has like natural, beautiful hair, like long hair. It was I I mean, I hope it's natural. Girl, if you're listening to this and it's not natural, it was still beautiful. I promise. Um, but it was just the best experience. Um, it was so good. It was so good. I don't know how else to explain it other than just, it was the most beautiful experience. Like as I was taking their pictures, I was still in awe. Like I almost even like felt like I was fucking up the session a little bit. Cause I just kept looking around like, am I really here? Um, there were other photographers there. I think I saw like three or four more other photographers, around there um but it was just guys even if you don't want to take pictures there if you just want to do something fucking spontaneous and go take a one-day road trip or two-day road trip somewhere pass through glammy sand dunes right at sunset right now in the summer um the sun is setting at like 7 45 um so you do have to go like from 7 to 7 45 like pass through there around that time if you don't want to take pictures if you do want to take pictures not just not with me like with anybody even with your fucking iPhone or whatever, um, go at that time. The lighting was so good. Obviously it was above hundred degrees. Um, but because it was already the evening, the sun was about to set. Um, it was windy and breezy. Like the, those sand dunes are known to be very windy. So if you're not okay with wind, if you're not okay with your hair being all over the place and being crazy, I don't suggest doing a photo shoot there, but you know, go with a professional that's like knows how to work with that. Um, not saying that I'm a professional, but let's just say that I am hair flip, <laughs> but, um, it was so, it was, I highly recommend guys. Um, I was texting my boyfriend. I was like, if you ever propose to me, we have to do our engagement shoot here. I was like, or if we're ever pregnant, this is going to be one of our spots, like hands fucking down. It was the best time. Um, I could go more into depth of like my experience, but I want to just keep it short. I'm already at four minutes and 32 fucking seconds. So All right, guys, I just wanted to say that, Um, but it was cool. I highly recommend if you're a photographer, try to lure your clients out there because I know it's not an easy drive. Um, A lot of people are like, I'm not going to go drive that far for a session, but it's like, come on, guys, like these are your memories. I get it. There's nothing wrong with staying at home, staying local, just doing something at a cute park, at a cute trail, at a beach, whatever. That's fine. If that's what you want, that's okay. But you're already spending a couple hundred on photos. Might as well spend a couple hundred on a travel fee to pay for your um, photographer for you guys to drive somewhere where you know you're going to have mm, unique photos to a, an extent. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, you're the only person that's ever going to go there, but it's nice to go and think out of the box and just travel somewhere. Make it a fucking experience, not just like a one hour session that you show up to and then leave. Like make it a whole experience, make it worth it, make it really truly memorable. But 
Anyways, that's just my little advice. Nobody has to take it, but I highly suggest that, you know, moving forward, if you are someone who wants to take pictures um, eventually with a photographer or if you are a photographer, try to really get creative with your clients. And if creative in the sense of like going to a new location, to a location that isn't very isn't used very often or just come up with like cute props a cute theme a cute anything just think outside of the box and honestly I feel like I feel so recharged with my ideas with my style like this one day this one trip to this session to this location at Glammy's like it just fueled me and it fucking wired me up and I feel so excited and I feel inspired, like not just, oh, I, that's the only place I ever want to go to again. But now I'm like, OK, you know what? I can think outside of the box and I can try to like um, approach my clients with these ideas that I have that suits them and who they are and what they're going to wear. And like, you know, what type of session they're going to do. We really have to start getting creative and not just say like, oh, hey, we're going to meet at this spot and call it a day. Like, no, let's get creative. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But once in a while, it's okay to push that out there. And, you know, if your clients don't want to take it, cool. But if your clients are like, you know what, girl, like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That actually sounds like a really good idea. Then fuck it. Like, by all means, go ahead and do it. And it's going to be so worth it. I don't know. I don't know. I want to go on and on and on, but I'm just, I'll leave it at that. Okay, so what we've been waiting for. Um, Sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear me moving shit and shuffling shit. I'm telling you, I don't know how the fuck to work this down mic, but whatever. I'm sorry if it picks up little noises, whatever. I'm going to try to keep this short under 20 minutes. Um, I want to start off by explaining and kind of venting about a few client experiences and um what I said in my first episode that I posted a few weeks back um I know that a lot of people are gonna say oh it's so unprofessional to talk about your clients oh it's so unprofessional to talk about your bad experiences I don't give a fuck I've already said it it's my business it's my life it has affected me in a way and if I want to share it I'm gonna share it so I don't want any judgment. If you guys are going to be like, oh my God, this fucking bitch, she's so unprofessional. Da, da, da. Fine, bitch. Go and think that. I don't give a fuck. But move the fuck on and don't listen to me ever again. Don't fucking follow me. It is what it is. It's fine. But if you're going to be open to it and listen to what I have to say and take my advice on what I'm talking about, then cool. We're going to be BFFs forever. But anyways, um, I wanted to talk about a few instances um in a way they're all different but somewhat similar I don't know how to explain it but we will start off with um one that happened in May so I'm gonna do in a nutshell stuff okay and I'm not gonna I'm gonna say everything how it was so that it's not one-sided it's two-sided two-sided yeah um and I'm not going to say this client's name. If I do say a name or whatever, I'm going to just shorten it up and call her Anna or something. Okay. So, okay. So this client, Anna, she, I'm like, if I do say her name and then proceed to say a name, um, this isn't her name. Okay. But it's just for confidentiality. Cause then I will, then that's kind of fucked up to actually say a name and put people on blast. I think that is fucked up. So this client, Anna, she had booked a session with me for her maternity um, that was supposed to be um, mid-May. And she had also booked me, I think, two or three weeks prior to that for a dress rental fitting. And if you have been a client of mine or you're, you know, hope to book with me in the future or whatever, um, I require a confirmation and I want to say my system send it sends it 24 hours before your scheduled time. Um, you can confirm any time before those 24 hours um, just so that I know if you are coming or not. Um, and this client, Anna, her first session with me, it wasn't even a session. It was just that rental fitting. It was on a Friday, but I clicked on my, my calendar for that Friday 
Um, and I saw that she never confirmed. So I hit her up and said, Hey girl, I know that you didn't confirm. I'm canceling your session, please. Or your appointment, please let me know when you are able to reschedule your appointment to come and look at the dresses. I said, something came up with me and it, it just works out like that. You know, it works out. I had an appointment to go to. I couldn't miss it. So I told her it works out. Um, she hits me up with like, Oh, well I'm already ready. And I never said it wasn't confirming. And I was like, yeah, but you never confirmed either. Like I need confirmation. My system sends you an email and a text message, depending on what you chose, your method of, um, communication. Sorry guys, I got a message from someone. Um, and I told her, I was like, you know, I, my system isn't going to lie to me. You didn't confirm and it is what it is. I'm so sorry, but I said, it's not a big deal. We can reschedule you. Something came up with me. And if you didn't confirm yesterday, obviously my schedule is going to change and I'm not going to count on you to come. And what I tried to explain to her was if, you know, you have a hair appointment with someone and you don't confirm but just because it's scheduled doesn't mean it's confirmed. You can confirm um, online and that lets the person know like, oh yeah, my, my client's coming. Okay, perfect. They're on my schedule. But if you don't confirm and you just assume that the session is still on, that the that you know the appointment is still on, it, you, you can't do that anymore. People need confirmations because people have lives. People have shit to do. So that's what I try to explain to her. I said, look, I'm sorry. Bottom line is you didn't confirm. I said, it's just a free dress rental fitting. It's not a big fucking deal, but you need to reschedule with me if you still want to come forward or whatever. Right. But this is where I fucked up. I made the mistake of regardless if she didn't confirm, I tried to fit her in later on in the evening that same day, just because I was trying to be fucking nice and tried to um, accommodate to her regardless if, um, she was in the right or wrong. Like I was like, you know what, let me just accommodate her. Um, and I said, I can maybe fit you in at six, but then I had right away followed it up with, you know what, girl, I'm so sorry. I I said that, but it's not going to work because I actually have a session, um, that ends around that time. By the time I'm home, it's going to be like six 30, almost seven. Um, and I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm on the way, I'm going to be in Fillmore and I have to drive all the way back to Oxnard. Like, it's just not, I don't think it's going to happen. So, um, whatever I go on about my day, do my thing. And then around six, she blows me up. She starts calling me, she starts texting me, she starts calling me, texting me, calling me, texting me. And she goes, basically she was just upset. She's like, Hey, like I've been hanging around Oxnard because you said that, um, you know, you can take me in at six and da, da, da. And I said, girl, did you not read my text? I literally told you, Hey, it's not going to work out. I have a lot of things to do. It's just going to be super rushed and super last minute. I'd rather just reschedule for another day. So she was upset with me about that. And she's like, you know what? I would really appreciate if you just give me a refund for my upcoming session. Keep in mind, guys, this was a dress rental fitting, a free rental fitting, a free one. Okay has nothing to do with the actual, actual sessions you guys book that my people book. So I kind of, I didn't ignore her. I just didn't see her message because I have two phones. I got two phones and I'm just kidding, but I do have two phones and my work phone. I'm hardly ever on it unless I'm texting my clients in the moment. If they have sessions coming up, if I'm on my way to their sessions, that's kind of the only reason I ever even pick up my phone. Um, so I never even saw it. Um, I feel like the next, was it the, yeah, it was the next day. The next day I had sessions to do. Um, I was like everywhere and then I get like a bunch of missed calls from this number and well, I know who it was. It was a private number, but I knew who it was because I have this app that I pay good money for to tell me who calls me blocked, who calls me private, even if they think that they can call me through like a fucking, app or whatever, it'll tell me which phone number downloaded that app. So I'm not fucking around. Like no one's going to fuck with me. And I know who, I know who's calling. Right. So I looked them up and I was like, Oh, okay. Like who's this person? So I reverse called and they, you know, they picked up. But when I was like, hi, who's this? They were like, they, they hung up. I think they had hung up. So anyways, um, 
I got a calls again from a private number, but I didn't have a chance to check who it was. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to answer it. So I answered it and it was Anna's mom. And, um, I wasn't even talking to Anna. Okay. Mind you, this girl is pregnant. She's the one that booked and she had the audacity to have mommy call for her. So her mom called and she's just like, hi, you know, long story short, I just want to know what is the deal with my daughter? Like, why, why did you cancel the dress appointment fitting for her? And I told her my website states that she did not confirm her session has been unconfirmed. Her appointment was unconfirmed. And I told her my policy, my policies in my contract, it's in the box that you have to physically check off to say, I understand what I read. And it, the policies in that you can't pay unless you check that off. And clearly she checked it off, but thought, Hey, like, fuck this person's rules. I must still try to do whatever the fuck I want. No, you need to confirm your appointment before we actually have your appointment happen. If you don't confirm, I'm assuming you can't make it. That's, that's just the rules now. Like people need confirmations. So, um, I told her mom that her mom, I swear, I feel like she didn't get it through her head. Because it was to the point, guys, where I got so angry and I started to like not yell at her, but I pretty much just like raised my voice. And I was like, you know what, lady, I'm telling you what it is. If you don't understand, I'm sorry. And I hung up because she asked me for a refund, too. In between that, she's like, well, I think it's just in our best interest. If you just give us back our refund, I said, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. You guys are upset that I canceled a free dress rental appointment fitting slash try on whatever you want to call it that has nothing to do with your actual session because even in my contract I state do not rely on my dresses do not rely on my availability um for my rental appointments um because you know I'm a very busy person I almost feel like I don't even want to have these damn dresses anymore because it is very hard for me to have um appointments like to to have those appointments happen um just because I have things to do 24 7 all day every day so anyways um but it is in my contract and I put that like do not rely on my dresses you know at the end of the day you have to have your own backup you have to have something in case I'm not available to show you my dresses or in case you know the dress that you wanted is not available and whatever clearly they didn't get that through their damn head so um that night I had gone home I was like making something that I saw on TikTok and um I was I went on live I went on live without mentioning the person's name the client's name um I kind of was doing what I'm doing now I was venting I was just kind of like this happened and I'm so annoyed and it just throws me off because I don't want to be the bad guy but I'm also not going to bend my rules every fucking time someone doesn't know how to follow them like I'm sorry I I People think that like, oh, that's such a bitch move. You're a business. You should accommodate all your clients. You guys don't even know half the shit I've done to try my best to accommodate people. And I still get the shitty end of the stick because people are still not satisfied. So no, I'm not going to do that every fucking time. Like I'm not going to be taken advantage of and I'm not going to like give people their way just because they're throwing a fucking verinche. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not me. So, um, you know, I went on live and I, I didn't even talk shit guys on my mom. Okay. That I love on my own life. Like I said, nothing disrespectful. I didn't mention any names. And I even said like, I feel bad, but it is what it is. Like, you know, people need to understand that businesses are people too. There's people behind these businesses. So whatever. Right. I left it at that. Then her mom starts blowing me up about, we want a refund in the emails. This bitch starts blowing me up about, I want a refund and I, blah, 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 and I'm like, no, you guys need to understand that that's not how it fucking works. And in my contract, it states, if you are willingly canceling a session that has not happened yet, you, you're, you, the client, you are not getting a refund whatsoever. Okay. These girls still didn't get it through their head. The girl and her mom. And, um, you know, they tried to report me to the city. Thankfully, I have someone who works there and he was like, gave me a heads up. So um, I have I know someone that works for the city that were like, hey, some girl anonymously reported you, but we can like technically he basically told me some stuff. And I was like, I already know who it is because I got a email from the Better Business Bureau, which is the BBB, whatever. And um, 
she had submitted, I think it was her, her mom, I'm not sure. They had submitted um, a whole paragraph about how I'm stealing their money supposedly and I'm scamming them, okay? And I said, this is, this is what's not going to happen, okay? We're not fucking doing this shit. So I sat my fat ass down and here I was, Twitter fingers, just writing, typing away. And there's no reason for me to lie. If I'm in the wrong ever, I'm going to be like, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. Like truly kiss ass and be like, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. Like, you know, it was a mistake on my fault. I will take accountability. Pero that's not the case here because I didn't do anything wrong. I followed my own rules. People got upset about it. People got upset that I didn't want to refund them. And they started to do all these berrinches and try to like take my business down. And I said, absolutely the fuck not. I I don't I don't understand how people have the fucking energy to be doing this shit. Just accept that you were in the wrong. Say, hey, Mari, you know what? After, you know, taking a break and thinking about what you said, I I I realized I was in the wrong. I'm so sorry. Like, can we please like make up for it? Can we please like continue our session? I'm so sorry. You know, so anything, but no. Tercas that they wanted their fucking money. And um you know, after they reported me to the city, they reported me on the Better Business Bureau. I replied on the Better Business Bureau and I went off. I provided screenshots. I I gave them like everything that I'm telling you guys now, just a little more detailed, obviously, because it was fresher in, in the moment back then. Um, I told them everything and they were just kind of like, okay, girl, cool. We got your story. Sorry, like to bother you, basically what they said, the Better Business Bureau. I was like, thank you. Have a great day. But um, obviously, they send them my response. They send whoever, I think it was Anna or her mom, whatever. Keep in mind, that's not her actual name. Um, but I, they tell me, they sent me all of their information, their address, their phone number, what they wrote. And I'm sure that they said the same thing. They sent them the same thing. What I wrote, my address, my phone number, everything. Obviously, I don't live there anymore. So they have no idea where I live. I don't even live in the city anymore. So um. So that's nice because <laughs> I'm sure they probably try to take my ass to small claims or whatever. Um, but anyways, so hold on, guys. Someone's calling me. Damn it. We're going to have to take a break. Okay, I'm back, baby. Okay, anyways. Um, so, yeah. So after their failed attempts to report me to the city, to report me to the Better Business Bureau, um, they, I f- saw that um, Anna, quote-unquote, um, she disputed her charge on my website. And at that point I was like, all right, this bitch is not going to give the fuck up. And Oh, mind you guys, she's been stalking the fuck at that moment. I don't know about now, but she was stalking the fuck out of me. My personal page, my business page, my fucking TikTok, my Twitter, like this bitch was fucking nuts. Like absolutely obsessed with me. Why are you so obsessed with me? And I'm calling her a bitch and this, this, and that because I've had enough. At first, I was being respectful. At first, I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Some people just don't have etiquette. They don't fucking know when they're in the wrong. It's cool. Um, But no, I'm fucking sick and tired of this girl's shit. And I, okay, hold on. Hold on. So let me go back to her disputing the charge through her bank saying that I never gave her what she paid for. Okay, that was the reasoning. And I said, no, hold on. Let me get my Twitter fingers out. Disputed her dispute. I disputed her dispute. Again, said everything word for word. Again, um, provided screenshots just for them to take a month and a half to rule it in my favor. And cue the applause. No, I'm just kidding. But they ruled it in my favor. They were like, you know what? Her bank decided that she does not get her money back, that you're in the right, she's in the wrong, and here's your money. Have a great fucking day. And let me just tell you guys, I don't know if you've ever, if you're a business owner or I don't know if you use Square, but when somebody disputes a charge, um, they take the money out, but they don't give it to that person right away. So they take it from your bank or whatever, not your bank, but what you have there in Square, um, they take it from you. So in this case, let's say $300, they take it from you and they don't give it to the the person back right away. They're like, hey, let's figure this out. She's claiming that, you know, she needs her money back for so-and-so reason, whatever. And let's just talk to the business really quick and see if that's actually accurate or if she's just lying. So they kind of hold the, the bank holds the money for a few months until they decide um, on a verdict. Basically, it's like 
court, but not court. It's like courts within the banks. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much how it works. Um, but yeah, so after she did that, I it, actually, I think I just got that email recently because it, this was, like I said, this was back in May and now I got the email last week saying, Hey, you know, the bank, her bank disputed, um, the the dispute that she did with her bank they ruled it in your favor congratulations blah 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 and I was like yes queen but anyways so I don't even know what this bitch is gonna do next but um I already told her that if I got one more if I had one more incident with her to where um she was stalking me or um trying to bring down a business because she claimed she claimed Um, that night that I went live, that I never mentioned her name, that I was being super respectful and super just venting about the situation, not necessarily about her, but about the situation. She went on Instagram and had the nerve to fucking tag me in her story and say, oh, you know, um, Mari photography, whatever. Um, she, um, what did she say? I don't even remember because it was, it was a few months back, but she basically said, she's talking shit about me. That's um, defamation of character. Um, and this is in that girl, not one time I mentioned your name, not once did I say anything negative about you. If anything, I was just kind of saying that the situation sucked and I felt horrible about it. And that's all I said. This bitch is stupid. Like clearly fucking delusional, typical Santa Paula girl. No, I'm just kidding guys. If you're from Santa Paula, I'm totally kidding. But basically, you know, she was just acting like the fucking victim. And I get it, you know, clients, when things go wrong, they do feel like victims, but they don't, it's like they're so stuck in that mindset of like, oh, I'm a victim, that they're not taking a step back and looking at what they did wrong or what they what they did and didn't do, you know? So um, I, I totally forgot that little detail that she had because I just remembered it, that she had just like fucking tried to blast me online. And I was like, yeah, bitch, we're not doing that. So um, in between all of this, she, like I said, she was stalking me and this, this and that. So check this out. Um, early May before her session, I get a text from a number, a random number. It was an iPhone number. And they said, Hey girl, I just want to know if you do dress rentals. And I said, yes, of course I do. I didn't know who it was, but obviously I answered and I was like, yes, of course I do. Only for, only for people who are my clients. And, um, they never replied. Okay. They never replied. So then I, I don't know what I did. Oh, I went on live again and I was just kind of talking about situations and stuff like that because obviously like what else is there to do on live? So I think I was like making something again and I was just kind of briefly talking about the topic again, but because um, new things had developed. Oh, and I was also talking about another situation with a client that I was very frustrated with. Um, So then I get a text from that same number that asked me, hey girl, do you have dress rentals? And basically the text said something along the lines of like, you're fucking pathetic. You're a horrible business person. Um, you're, you still don't get it. You're talking shit about your clients. That's so unprofessional. Um, see you in court, sweetie. She said something stupid along those lines. And I was like, bitch, you're really going to take me to small claims when you're at fault. But I said, bring it on. So, um, me getting that number that she had texted me from, I plugged it into that app that I use to figure out who's who, where they live, what they're like, what carrier they have. I can get anything out of just a phone number. Um, I come to find out it's her boyfriend, her baby daddy's phone number that she was texting me from. And, um, sure enough, it popped his name popped up. I think, oh, I can't even say it. His name popped up. The address to where he lives popped up. And I text her back right away. I think I text her on her actual number because I had blocked her. I blocked her mom and I blocked her boyfriend after I found out it was the boyfriend. But I text her to her actual number. I don't think she had had me blocked yet. And I threatened. I didn't threaten her, but I basically told her, I said, this is the last time you're going to fucking threaten me. I don't fucking appreciate it. And next time you do anything fucking shady or out of character, out out of pocket, I'm taking you to court because now you're the person who is um, committing defamation of character towards me. I didn't do anything but stick to my rules. There's a contract that you signed. There's a checkbox that you physically checked off before processing your payment method to me. And you're still saying that I'm in the fucking wrong. So I told her, I said, leave me the fuck alone. Stop stalking me on Instagram. Stop stalking me on Twitter, on TikTok, whatever. Like I just told her, like, leave me alone. You're in the wrong 
leave me alone. It is what it is. Take your L and go. You're about to have a fucking baby. Like, go be an adult. Stop involving your mom, involving other people. Like, take accountability for the shit that you've done. And I blocked her and I haven't heard anything from her since. Obviously, besides this um, dispute on Square. So I did talk to um, someone who knows obviously um is a lawyer and i was just like hey dude like what do i do this is all of the information i have on her this is what happened and he goes if she takes you to small claims more than likely she's just you know the judge is going to rule in your favor because you did absolutely nothing wrong here and i said i know and she doesn't fucking get that and um he goes yeah like you know it's one thing to be upset because now they feel stupid and now they are the ones who canceled the session but um you know it, it is what it is like that's business you know you're not gonna you're not gonna bend your rules just to like give them back the money after everything that she's done and the rule the courts are gonna see that if she takes you she's like and plus I've already told this person that I've been to small claims before and so has my friend and it's not what people think like people are like oh I'm gonna sue you it's not like that like it's literally just mediation and someone just steps in and then they're just in between the issue and they're like all right so how are we gonna fix this that's literally it and then all you do is just go in front of a judge and the judge is like hey i see that you guys agreed on this cool fucking pounds of gavel whatever the fuck it's called and you leave and that's how it goes but people think that like oh i'm gonna sue you and take you to small claims go for it then i'll see you at the other side of the table go for it but I haven't heard anything from that. And honestly, like, you know, when I was talking to my boyfriend about it, my friend about it, my family about it, they were just like, dude, like, why are people like that? Like, da 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 da. And I'm just like, I don't know. But I asked him, I said, if I'm in the wrong, you guys need to tell me because I'm not going to be here sitting here looking stupid, thinking that she's in the wrong. And they're like, no, like, she's, you're not in the wrong. She's in the wrong. And I was just like, okay, I feel so much better about it. So technically, there's no learning lesson for me to take away from this other than just I need to really start to pick and choose the type of clients that I want to work with. I'm not just going to let anybody book me anymore. I need to really screen these people or have FaceTime calls with them or have regular calls with them or whatever in order to prevent, you know, shitty clients and shitty conversations to enter my life. I don't want that. Like people who have taken pictures with me, people who know me, um, they know I'm tight as fuck. Like if people need help, I'm gonna help you. And if people, you know, come to me more than once, I'm gonna hook your ass up. If, you know, people are bend over backwards for me, I'm gonna do exactly the same for you. Like, and even if they don't, like I am just that type of person. But obviously there's some people who are just very stuck in their ways and they're very hard headed. And no matter how nice you are, you're just not gonna be their you know, you're just not going to, they're just not going to like you. Like, and something's going to go wrong and it's just them. It's not you. It's them. So I, that's the one thing that I really need to just kind of like always remind myself is that, you know, sometimes you are not the problem, regardless if people are trying to make it seem like you are the problem. So that's one story. I know I said I wasn't going to go into detail. I pretty much said like 80% of the whole story. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And that's all I got to say for that one. Um, I had like two more other stories, but I feel like I'm, I took like 26 fucking minutes. Oh my God. 26 minutes on this one. So, um, the other ones are just going to be very briefly. Okay. So the second one here, let me cross off Anna. The second one that I wanted to mention, and probably like the last one, um, it's just very current, aka everything kind of blew up this past weekend. So I had a client who booked a rental fitting with me and an appointment with me. And from that, she had came over for the rental. I think she took some dresses and just to try on at home because I, I don't live at the place where I had the rental fittings anymore. So, um, there was nowhere for her to try it on. And I said, me being fucking nice, like I'm telling you guys, you bend over backwards for people. And those are the ones who fuck you over, who fucking think they're entitled and want to judge and all this shit. Like I, I, I can't fucking take it anymore. I really have to change that. But anyways, so she comes over. I don't have anywhere for her to try on the dresses, but she could look at them, whatever. Right. Um, but me being me without her fucking paying me for it. I um, let her take a few of my dresses so she can try on at home because I got along with her in the moment like that. But I should have known that she was a red flag because she quickly was, um, well, she was really quick to, let's just rephrase that. She was really quick 
to throw my friend, one of my friends that is also a photographer under the bus. And she basically is like, yeah, you know, like I was kind of stuck between you and, you know, your friend. But then after what, um, hold on, I'm crossing her off of my list because we write things down on notepads now, people. Um, she was just like, you know, I, I saw that, you know, she kind of like did someone dirty and she was being shady and a scammer and blah, blah, blah. And I just don't want to deal with that. And I was like, okay, like if you only knew that people said that about me too, but okay, cool. You know? And she went on to tell me, you know, very, very briefly what happened and what the situation that she was talking about, uh, regarding my friend. And I was just like, okay, that should have been a red fucking flag. If she's over here, the first time she met me is telling me uh, like someone else's business. And it wasn't even her business. It was just, she was telling me one of her friend's business regarding my friend and how they had a fallout or they had an issue with their sessions, their bookings, whatever. Um, that should have been my red flag, but whatever. Um, so then, you know, the day of her session comes, which was a week, a week or two ago. I can't remember the day of her session comes and she's like, hi, Maddie. Um, you know, we have COVID. Someone had COVID or something. And I was like, oh my God, super understanding. I'm like, no worries, girl. You guys come first. Um, you know, please let me know when you're able to do your session. But right now, for now, I'm going to move you to, you know, this date and, um, I hope you get better, you know, thank you for, for letting me know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Cool. That was it. So then she reaches out to me and she's like, Hey, you know, we're feeling so much better. Um, can you please fit us in for this Saturday? I can only do this Saturday. And I was like, hold on. Like I told her, I was like, let me check because it was my day off, but I was thinking if I had one more booking, I would open it up, but I didn't want to open up my day off just for a reschedule for someone who canceled on me very last minute. So, um, whatever. I, I just was being nice and I fucking told her, I was like, fine, we'll do this Saturday, which was this previous Saturday, August 6th. Um, I told her, I said, fine, you know, we can do this Saturday. No big deal. But obviously I'm over here in Lancaster. So, um, it took me and she wanted her session back in Oxnard. Regardless, I had to go to Oxnard. So I had every intention to get to Oxnard on Saturday. And, um, before that, though, uh, sometime during the week, she had booked me for her wedding. She sent me a wedding deposit of $500. And she's like, you know, we're going to do our wedding next next year. We don't have an exact date, but I really want to hold a spot with you. Here's $500. Okay, we did all that. And I was like, cool. So come Saturday, one, we had so much fucking traffic. Like, I don't know what was going on this weekend, but we had a lot of traffic. So I told her, I said, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to move your session down. Like, I'm not going to get there till like 645, blah, blah, blah. She's like, hey, it's okay, whatever, right? Um, and so then as we're going, we're in Simi Valley. And our my car, I was going to say our because I was with my boyfriend, but my car breaks down and starts to get smoky and starts to like the acceleration starts to decrease and I'm not able to like, um, go any faster than like 40 miles per hour. I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? My check engine light came on everything. We pulled over like three fucking time. No way more than that. Like at least 10 fucking times. I don't know how the fuck we made it home, but I sent the girl pictures of, you know, my situation. I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. Like I, I literally was, had every intention to make it to you. My boyfriend knew this. Like I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be late. I'm so upset. Sorry, guys. I tried to burp, but I couldn't. I was like, I'm so upset. Like, you know, I don't, no quiero quedar mal con ella because one, she already had this whole, you know, judgment and idea of my friend that she didn't even book with. Um, and I was like, I don't want her to think that about me, but like, you know, shit happens and accidents happen and you know, that's life and you can't control that. So, um, you know, when I sent her a picture of my car of us trying to fix it, she was like, hey, you know, I understand things happen, but I just want a refund. Um, and I also want a refund for my wedding. And I was like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, that was my first thought. Like, what the fuck? So, um, like I said, I completely get it. She was frustrated. She was upset. You know, she said she claimed she did hair and makeup. I don't know if that's so true because we booked it. So last minute, her reschedule was very last minute. I don't know how you're able to get hair and makeup that with such short notice. But then again, I don't know. I'm no one to judge. I'm no one to say something that isn't. So I was like, okay, you know, I get you and I'm so sorry, whatever. Like I really try to make it blah, blah, blah. But she was like, yeah, I want my refund, blah, blah, blah. But 
I was, we were so worried about making it home that as soon as I texted her that I wasn't going to be able to make it, I was done for the day. I clocked out. I closed my laptop because I was texting her through the lap, through the iPad slash laptop. Um, and I just, I just forgot about it. I closed it. And, um, thankfully my boyfriend was able to make it home. We use, we're now, I'm right now I'm using my brother's car. Thankfully he's in Hawaii. So there was an extra car for me to use. If not, I wasn't even going to be able to make it to Glammy's yesterday. So, um, yeah, so my car's a shit show. We have to get it towed, um, tomorrow when I go back to, to Oxnard. Um, I have to get it towed, um, from where I live now. And it's just, it's just a shit show. But anyways, so on Sunday, which was yesterday, we tried to, we were, we were driving back to Lancaster, me and my boyfriend. And from here, I was going to leave to Glammy's around two or three in the afternoon. So we drive over here in the morning. And as we're driving, I get an email saying like, I'm going to take you to small claims. Um, you're so unprofessional, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it said my client's name from this past Saturday. And I was like, oh, shit, I never replied to her. Like, because obviously my fucking priority was my car. It was fucking smoking. Like, it's a brand new car. It shouldn't be doing that. That was my priority at that moment. Um, So I opened up my iPad with like five fucking percent on it. And I read her messages. And, um, you know, I just went off on her it politely, but I went off on her. And I was like, hey, there's no reason for you to be talking to me this way. There's no reason for you to um, react out of impulse or not give me enough time to get back to you. I said, you know my situation. You know that that was my priority. And regardless of my communication with you, I never said I wasn't going to give you your refund back. I never, you never prop gave me the proper um, time frame to reply to you after the situation that I was fucking dealing with. Obviously, yeah, in the morning, I was just worried about getting home and ha- preparing everything for my trip to Glammy's. But still, like, I was going to reply to her. But I technically, it was my day off and I didn't need to. If I didn't, if I didn't want to, I didn't need to. I didn't have to. But it wasn't even that. I genuinely forgot because my main concern was my car. So, um whatever, right? I wrote right to her and I said, look, girl, I was more than willing to reschedule you guys even after it was very last minute that you guys got COVID, you know? I'm no one to say that that's not what happened, but that was the excuse. That was the reason and I was more than okay with rescheduling her. Keep in mind, guys, her session wasn't actually due until this Wednesday. That's when I was supposed to do it. This Wednesday, the uh, 10th, I think maybe the 10th. I don't know. Yeah. So that's when she was scheduled to do her session. And there I go bending over backwards for people who don't give a fuck about me. And they're still going to judge me and, and act out out of impulse, no matter what. Um, here I am trying to fit her in on my day off just for her to go around and say, threaten me that she's going to take me to court. Like, what the fuck is that? So I'm just like, yeah, we're not fucking doing this. And that was even more confirmation after I wrote to her about her trying to take me to court and shit. I, after I went off on her, basically, I was just like, no, like I, I'm not doing this anymore. I really need to be very fucking vigilant, very, very um, selective of who I work with now, you know, moving forward. I am going to have to reach out to all my clients way the fuck far in advance now because I don't want to deal with people like that. I don't. It gives me fucking major anxiety to deal with people who are fucking rude, who are mean, who are just so quick to judge, who are quick to like call you a scammer just because you don't reply within their time frame. Like give people a fucking chance to reply. Give people a chance to like explain shit. Um, I hate people that like that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So, um, obviously I told her, I said, look, you have two of my fucking dresses. If you feel like you need to take me to small claims, by all means, go ahead and do your thing. I said, I am definitely going to refund you your wedding deposit back because one, after this whole situation, after you not being as understanding as you're saying you're being, I don't want to work with someone like that. That's a red fucking flag immediately. It's almost like she didn't believe me that I had car troubles. That's the vibe that I got from her um, text messages. And I don't want to work with someone like that. To have that tension, fuck no. So I told her, I said, I'm going to refund it. And I did. But I kept her initial session um, deposit until she returns me the dresses. I didn't get a reply from her. I didn't get a response from her. So we'll see how that thing goes. Um, But I told her, I said, I'm more than happy to refund you once I get my dresses back. But until then, you're not going to get that refund. But I will refund you your wedding deposit because 
like I said, I don't want to work with you. Just like you don't want to work with me in the future. I don't want to work with you either. Um, and then we just kind of left it at that. So from this situation and from the one that I just said before about Anna, quote unquote, um, I think the best advice that I can give anyone who deals with rude clients is don't be afraid to be blunt with them. Don't be afraid to not kiss their ass. Don't be afraid to just be real. Like it doesn't fucking matter if they try to blast you. It doesn't matter if they try to, you know, put you on socials and and tell people that you're this horrible person. It doesn't matter what they have to say or what they have to think or who they tell what to or if they give you negative reviews on fucking Yelp or Square or wherever. Like fuck these people and it's okay. It's okay. Like shit happens. There's shitty clients that you just are never going to vibe with. And that's okay. Like they say, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's fine. Um, I think though that we are so like as business owners, as people who have a business, they are a business, whatever you want to call it. Um, we are so aferradas that like, oh my God, we need to be on our best behavior and we need to just be professional and da, da, da. And it's like, yes, we do. But to a certain extent, you know, like it's okay to defend yourself. Don't let people try to tell you, like try to threaten you first of all, and try to tell you that you're a scammer, that you're shady, that you're unprofessional and this, this and that. Like, okay, cool. Cool that you think that I didn't do shit to you, but cool that you think that, you know, like people are just upset and people act like victims and people don't believe when you are being completely honest with them and that's okay. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like it, it it's okay to do that. Let, let me just say that it's okay to just speak the fuck up and not be so fucking nice about things and let people know like it is like tell them like it is. Um, and so that's one of my pieces of advice. The second one is to really, stop allowing just anybody to book. I know that not whoever's listening to this, I'm sure, you know, not everyone has had the experiences that I have or anything similar to it or dealing with rude clients yet, but you will, everyone will, everyone will at some point. And it's just a matter of how you deal with it. Um, but like I said, don't be afraid to be fucking real and be honest and just tell people like it is just because you're a business doesn't mean you have to keep it professional hundred percent. You are not like you're you still have feelings and you're still a person who deals with shit and you don't know like okay this is what I want people to understand when shit like this happens with the business it's not the fact that we're just like fuck it it happened let's keep it pushing it's more of like it's kind of like how do I say this because I'm trying to say it where it doesn't sound stupid um people don't know how it affects the person that's running the business I might act like I'm cool as fuck, like I don't give a fuck, but the anxiety that I get, the days that I'm constantly thinking about that until it eventually goes away and it's out of sight, out of mind, you know, it it, it really affects people to be dealing with fucking shitty ass clients, shitty ass customers. Um, so if you're someone that's like that, if you are like the two girls that I just described, please, please change your ways because it really does affect people. I get it. You're a client and you come first, but you come first to an extent. The person running the business also has feelings. They are also a person. They're fucking humans and they're going to go through shit too. And things happen. Car issues happen. Accidents happen. Things happen to where it's out of your control and there's nothing you can do. And all that you want is just someone who's understanding and who's going to make you feel like it's okay. But if you're dealing with clients or if you are the client that is going to make the person's life a living fucking hell why are you like that? Like, have you ever asked yourself, like, why am I like this? It's, it's okay to be understanding sometimes. I don't know. But anyways, guys, just uh, don't be so quick to kick, to kick, to kiss someone's ass. Um, it's okay, guys. It's okay to be open and outspoken and defend your business and defend yourself when you have those shitty clients, you know, and don't be afraid of people blasting you online. Don't be afraid of people giving you negative reviews. It's going to happen and you, nothing can be perfect. You're, you're fucking human. It is what it is, but 
take it, learn from it and move forward. You know, what you could do. And that's my second piece of advice is to really filter out the clients that you are welcoming into your business, really filter them out. If you guys don't vibe, if you're, you know, if you need to talk to them in advance before you meet them up at sessions, because for a lot of photographers, that's what we do is we meet our clients up for the very first time at the session start time. And that's when you're that's when you're kind of like oh shit we we click we vibe it's so cool da, 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 da. and then or you can have the complete opposite effect of like oh my god this was the most awkward session i've ever done obviously as photographers as photographers we have to play it cool we have to continue to just um you know, keep the conversations going, keep our clients happy, but you can sense that the vibe is off because you just don't click. So I think that maybe screening your clients, having a call first, having a FaceTime call, um, texting back and forth, whatever it is to kind of get a feel of how your clients are going to be. That's what you need to do in order to prevent yourself from having shitty fucking clients. And honestly, like have relationships with clients to almost like where it's like a friendship, like you're initiating a friendship. Um, not like I get it. People are like, Oh, you got to keep it professional. Yeah, you do. But also you need to keep it friendly. Obviously I've made many friends off of doing photography and they come back to me all the fucking time, or maybe they, they haven't came back, but me and them kept cool. Like we're, we're cool. We talk, you know, and that's what, I love about my job is that I'm able to meet new people and I'm able to build these friendships and relationships with them. And don't be afraid to do that. People are like, oh, you got to keep it professional. Like, don't befriend your clients. But it's like, no, it's completely opposite. You have to absolutely befriend them, befriend them and get to know them and have relationships with people and gain their trust. And you trust them like that's the beauty of having a fucking business, especially in photography, because they're going to continue to come back to you and they're going to appreciate all these memories that you took of them. Not just that, but I've hung out with some of my clients outside of photography, outside of my business. And it's been so nice to create friendships with people like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay to fucking say no to people. I get it. Money's money. And you know, you want to take in everybody because you want to say like, yeah, I had this many clients, but trust me when I say the amount of clients does not add up to the amount of respect that you're going to get from the people who actually give a fuck about you because by accepting all of these clients and all of these inquiries, you are also accepting in the negative people, the people who are going to give you a fucking hard time, the people who are going to like dissect and pick apart their photos and how you run your business and try to be entitled. Like, please do not deal with those people. Let other people deal with them, but be fucking smart to where you are like, fuck no. Let me learn from Mari's mistake. I don't want to deal with that shit no more. Or if you've gone through shit that I've gone through, learn from that, please, guys, because it's so fucking annoying to be dealing with people like that. And then now you're fucking stuck thinking about that shit and having anxiety and feeling like like you're just like, how do I say it? Like you're just worthless sometimes. I've definitely felt like that, especially the times that I've gotten out of court. I'm just like, ugh. You know, it just, it's a shitty feeling. I'm not saying that I lost it, but it's just a shitty feeling to have it have gone to that extent. So if you can avoid it, I highly suggest that you avoid it. Um, and with that being said, I'm out this bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that's pretty much it guys. I don't really have much else to add to this. I know that this was all over the place guys. I really fucking hope that I wasn't obnoxious. I wasn't annoying. And if I was, let me know on Instagram or text me or something. Um, I want to know who listened to this. I want to know if you guys have also had shitty situations that you've dealt with, that if you're a photographer or if you're a client, um, I'm also going to put a link on my Instagram photography page, um, on where you can add voice memos and where you can send in, um, like a story or like your client experience with a photographer, or if you're a photographer to send in your stories, I want to read them. I want to like, I want to read them and kind of give my advice on them. Or if you're a photographer or you're a client or you're someone who has a business and you want to join my podcast, please, I would be so happy to have someone join and someone be a part of it with me and not just me fucking talking so that we're actually able to have conversations and stuff. Um, but yeah, please guys, please submit stories, submit your experiences. Um, I'll leave that link in Instagram on my Instagram. 
Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. I don't know what day you're going to listen to this, what time you're going to listen to this. Um, I really hope it wasn't all over the place, even though I know it was. Um, and I really hope that you guys are able to take something from what I said and really apply that little bit of advice that I gave you to your business. Don't be afraid of not being professional because fuck that. Like times are changing and we're just, we're at a point in our lives where we need to really stand up for ourselves and not let people walk all over us. I get it. It makes us look bad, but those people who don't understand why we're doing what we do, those are the exact type of people you don't want to work with. When people put you on blast, because I've had many people put me on blast. When those people put me on blast, the people who are chiming in without hearing the other side of the story, those are the type, the same exact people you just don't want to fucking work with because they're so quick to believe one side of the story instead of being like well hey like well let's hear the photographer side you know um you don't want to deal with people like that so like I said if people put you on blast and everyone's chiming in or people are reposting that don't pay any attention to it pay no mind to it because those are the exact people you don't want to work with and that you do want to avoid um but yeah I have nothing else to say. Um, I hope that you guys stick around for the next episode because the next episode is going to be kind of cool. And I do have someone that joined me for that one. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. And I'll see you next week. Hopefully I'm not busy again. Bye.